Hey guys, Stephen here from The Truth About Dyslexia. In today's episode, I'm going to talk about being sick with dyslexia. I'd hope to start my um, my series, my like mini-series of all the core things that I'm pulling together, but I'm going to push that to next week, having a real dyslexic week. Uh, you know, I'll, Let me talk about it in the podcast. Let's dive into it. Okay, yeah, so as I was saying in the intro there, it's been one of those weeks. Now, this is the first time since me and Holly came together that I've been living here. And we're living with a five-year-old and a mother who do get colds and flus and other things. Nothing COVID-related. Thank you, um, you know, universe on that one. But um, we definitely get the winter ills. Now, personally, over the years, I've been a remarkably, uh, you know, healthy is probably the, um, not, you know, the wrong word, but I've definitely not gotten ill. I don't get sick very often. I may get one cold or flu a year, and it's not usually lasting me for a long time. So I'm very blessed in that respect. But I'm, I'm learning that when you're around a five-year-old, uh, or who was who's just turned five years old, happy birthday to her is that they bring home fun and exciting things. And then what happens is people pass it back and forth around each other. And so things linger, is what I'm learning. And so I thought, hey, on, you know, in honor of that, I'm just having a, a bit of a mixed week. I'm doing a lot of good stuff in my work, my business, the Confident Dyslexic course is going super well. But the podcast has suffered a little bit because it has taken a back seat, especially when I'm sick. It does fall down the list. And I don't want you to feel that way, guys. I want to put all my effort into getting this mini series out and it working super, super well for all of you. So that's really important to me. So in this episode, I thought I would actually dive into being sick with dyslexia. Does it make any difference? You know, is there any special drugs that you could take to make yourself better? Please note, go to a physician. If anything is wrong, do not take this as I'm a doctor because I'm not. So uh, yeah, so kind of one of those kind of uh, disclaimers there. Not sure if I have to do them, but makes sense is that I just wanted to share my experience of being sick and what works for me to help, you know, bring me back to health quicker. You know, you might be going, does dyslexia have any, any, uh, any play on this? Does it make any difference? I guess what I've learned is with my with the way my mind works if i get sick i sometimes i sometimes ignore it or i used to ignore it as long as i could and just carry on with life and what would happen is is it was kind of like until the last moment of falling off a cliff when i really got sick and i had to go to bed or i had to basically rest or i would pass out um, I would I would create a state like that. So it would be kind of like I'd be running on the edge of a cliff and then one day I'll just fall off and then I'll be gone until I'm better again. Be that sometimes a day or two, sometimes three or four days. So like that would be what would what would happen. And it wasn't very useful. You know, the, you know, just ignoring it with no real uh, conscious awareness is not helpful. Not helpful at all. And so what I've started to do a lot more recently, and, you know, as I say, I don't see myself as a sick person. I visualize that a lot. I've always believed that. I have a clear belief that I don't get sick much. And, you know, I've been very lucky that, you know, I've created that luck from that belief. That belief, you know, in my opinion, your mind and your visuals create your life. And if you truly believe something, 
more often than not, that comes to reality. If it doesn't, you probably don't believe it. And you might say, hey, he's gone off on a completely different tangent. But my belief system is very much about I've always been a non-sick person. Even though I've been overweight for a chunk of my life and I still would technically be obese, I'm not ridiculously fat, but I'm definitely not not a skin and bone kind of guy. Um, so like I've, I've not naturally been what people would say, oh, he's naturally going to be super healthy, but I've never really gotten sick. I've never been to hospital. I've never had any issue. I've been very blessed with that. And I've, I've had that belief since I was a kid. It was instilled early. You're not a sickly kid. You're a very healthy child. You're a healthy guy. Yeah. So even though sometimes I haven't always been good to my body, it's been really, really good to me because of, I believe, a big chunk about my belief system. And we're not going to go deep into my my family history and stuff, but let's just say it's not always been that way in my family. But uh, yeah, so so what I do, what I'm trying to, what am I trying to get at? This is the question you're deeply asking yourself, and the the, the answer is how your visual mind works. Dyslexics, you know, as I've you know gone on about, we're visually orientated people. We prefer to learn and live visually. We've got a, a stronger connection, in my opinion, to our visual mind when we allow it and when we practice with it. It becomes such a tool for us, and it can create health in your body. You know, even though I'm on the edge of sickness this week, you know, what I kind of want to share what I've done because I haven't actually, I've not been locked up in bed for days and um, I've just continued. I went for a walk in about three degree weather this morning for about 35 minutes (laughs) and I'm on the edge of sickness and it's not because I'm doing my old pattern of continuing and ignoring it. I'm very aware that I'm on an edge. But I'm saying to myself, hey, how do I get off that edge? Is is stopping walking and stopping doing healthy activities going to get me unsick? And I don't believe it will. I believe continuing with walking, you know, gets my body moving. It's valuable for me. The worst thing I used to do when I was sick is I'd cuddle up in bed, I'd watch hours of TV, eat really terrible snacks, and I'd wonder why I, you know, the sickness wasn't great you know, or why a cold would or a flu would hang around. So my new my new approach is, hey, cold, I see you're there. I see where you're coming at me from, but I'm a healthy guy. It's going to pass me by, and I'm going to just let my body pick the right thing. So I've, I've noticed myself eating more fruit, raw fruit and veg. I've noticed I've started drinking more tea at night. I've had vitamin C. Holly's offered me some random pills that, are, you know, you know that sounds terrible, doesn't it? Some uh, some healthy uh, mineral vitamin kind of pills designed for colds that are that are natural. And I was like, "Yep, I'll give it a go." And I've just I've just fallen into it and going, "Hey, my intention is I'm not going to let this sickness take me out of the game of life. It's gonna I'm gonna it's gonna sit there on the edge for a bit, and then it's gonna go. Hey, this guy's not willing to play ball. You know, he's a healthy guy, and he's going to continue. And so that that's the real change I've made is being conscious and choosing to not be a sick person, you know, and I'm sure I, I really am not saying this to offend people to say they are a sick person, you know, but my belief is that your mind does play a huge role in how healthy you are. And if that belief is true, then the way your mind works also plays a role. And that's why my I think there's a connection to dyslexia. The other thing I'd recommend as well is taking a break and realizing like this week I've known I've been like this. So I've, 
I purposefully have chosen to move a few meetings from being live to being virtual. And that's made a massive, not only is that good for society and everyone should do that, especially in these crazy covid times, but um, I've, I've made sure there have been online meetings. I've taken a bit of pressure off myself so I can move forward, which is really, you know, really valuable. And saying, hey, what I do know is, is a day where I may have nine or ten things on my to-do list, I'm going to drop that back to three or four where I can. You know, I'm going to take a bit of pressure off that you know, full speed Stephen can do. I'm just going to take a bit of pressure off and say, hey, it's okay to lower your output for a few days while your body just you know, gets rid of this thing. You know, that doesn't mean I've been unproductive. I probably did more yesterday than I imagined I would, but I didn't have the pressure on that I had to do it. I was like, I know I'm on the edge of sickness. That's okay. You can slow down for a few days. You can ease into work. The world will continue. And that's super, super important. You know, I it's funny. It's funny I say that. Like, do you know what comes to my mind as I say that is I had a team member, I won't share names or anything in my business, come to me and, and do a couple of coaching sessions with me. And it's interesting. I don't coach people in my business and I don't know why I don't. But I did a couple of coaching sessions with him. He was at the edge of wanting to leave the business because he was so stressed out. You know, he's in customer service and project management and he's so good at it. He's such a good person. But he, because of that, he put so much energy into it. He wasn't leaving much energy for his home life. Um, and it was not making him physically sick, but I could definitely see mentally it was stressing him. So I took some time to coach him and listen to him and understand him, give him the advice you know, just it wasn't even an amazing amount of advice. It was just repeating back to him what he was saying so he could see it from a different angle. And, you know, say, what would you do if you could do anything? And, and like, he came to the right conclusions. Brilliant guy. You know, it's the power of coaching. You don't need to tell anyone anything. You just need to let them see that they have everything inside. And, you know, he saw that. And it was amazing to see him, you know, his mental, I don't want to call it a sickness, but his mental health. He got healthier mentally from that. And I think, you know, we can talk about body sickness, body illness, but a lot of that does come from a, a direct result of, of mental challenges, right? You know, people can say, oh, you know, it's not the mental, it's the physical body. I can point to this, this, and this. But there have been proven studies time and time again that mental well-being can affect your health. You know, there are people that have recovered miraculously, and I, I'm not saying this happens all the time. But it is a huge piece of it. And if that is the case, I want to repeat, how can you use your visual mind to support your physical health? How can you use it to direct your body to a healthier place? That's what I wanted to share today, guys. Thank you for bearing with me. I know I'm running late on the stuff I promised. Naughty promise. But, you know, hey, I'm sick. I'm giving myself a break. And I'll be back on Tuesday next week. I'm going to take another step. What I'm going to do next Tuesday is I'm actually going to talk about my story from start to finish. It's come, you know, I've molded it a bit over the last, you know, year or two about what I include and what I don't. You know, you can't say everything about your life. But I want to start with my story as the first episode. I originally did this right at the beginning of the podcast, but I've kind of found a few parts of my story that have been super powerful for people. So I'm going to bring, you know, I'm going to, give you the latest version that I hope is super helpful and enjoyable, and it'll be a great start to this mini-series. Have an epic rest of your day, uh, and I'm going to make sure I'm completely, completely healthy for next Tuesday. Have a great day. <music>